Hello. How did you do? Hope we're doing all right. I hope we're absolutely fantastic and enjoying whatever day and time it is that you're listening to this. Yeah, and we are back um, post-babies. We are. We did say that we was going to record you a few, um, just so that we didn't... I mean, it's all kicking off already over there. I was just going to say if you can... Here in the background, we have got little squeaks. Already happening. But we did say, what was I saying? We were going to record you a few just so that we didn't have to record any in week one or two. And it was a blooming good job because we were not for two weeks. <laughs> so like, days of it. we'd have had to have been trying to record them on the ward, which would have been absolute chaos. I tell you what, it'd give us something to do. I know, yeah. It was boring on there. Not the most exciting place to be, is it? <laughs> no, especially not when they come in and do your bins at 5am in the morning, no. Yeah. I still got a real bugbear about that one. Yeah, you didn't like, why, why, why? Every other day, the bins weren't done at 5am. Why on that day did they decide to do the bins at 5am in the morning? Just important that day, wasn't it? And that woman who came in to just take my jug of water away. But didn't bring any back. But didn't bring any back. Mm. In the middle of the night. I understand that it's their job to keep going throughout the night, but like... I can only presume that someone needed a jug of water and all the jugs were in use and they saw one in your room and thought... I'll take that. Jug. I know, but usually they do that at like seven a.m., which I can cope with. That's fine. Yeah, but at five a.m., some, someone else needed water. That's what I'm saying. Right, and well, like, oh, with no jugs, and they can't walk in cupped in the hand of water. I just remembered something that I'd blocked out of my mind from that whole process. Do you remember when they were rationing me to eighty milliliters of water per hour? Yeah, that was horrendous. That was weird, wasn't it? But what an out was you just binging the eighty mil at the end of every hour, at uh, the start of every hour, <laughs> like down the eighty mil. I've got another hour to it now. I tried to ration it out a bit. That was mad. I remember one hour where I realised I hadn't finished it about five minutes before the hour was up. It was pure bliss. Mm. Simple then, things in life, eh? Yeah. Sounds like I'm struggling right now as well, but it's mainly because I just threw a, a scalding a cup of hot chocolate all over my stomach and my boobs. Honestly, dealing with the twins, simple. Living with Jen, stressful. Stressful. <laughs> I can't actually put my top on my belly because it's burnt that badly. Stressful it is. It actually is. Yeah, they were no problem in the birth. It, birth. it was no, me. No, it was you as All well, the pro- yeah. Well, I suppose as was in the NIL for a few days as well, but mainly me. He's already now, though. I was the reason. Wow. <laughs> wow. You can't even cut that out because I was in the middle of a word. I wouldn't anyway. It's not the most professional podcast in the first place, is it? That's the worst thing that's ever happened. I hope that doesn't sound very loud. Oh, no. Should we confirm that we're actually recording? Because you might get away with it. No, we're recording. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on swiftly. Also known as swiftly move on. Nothing to do with Taylor oh. Swift. Can stress cause weight gain, Jen? I'll tell you in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I should be the stress one in this situation. You're not throwing drinks on yourself. I'm only stressed about the hot drinks, that's it. Mm. Um, I'm less stressed about how much how little sleep we had last night. Um, anyway, directly... Can stress cause weight gain? No. The only cause of weight gain is more calories going in your body than out. However, indirectly, yeah. For a few reasons. One of the main ones being, and probably the one that we see most common, stress eating. And that typically, we've talked about this loads on the podcast because we know it's one of the biggest struggles that we the people that we work with face. Um, But it's that cycle of you feel stressed, you use food to mask the emotion, you then overeat or binge on that food and then you repeat usually because you're feeling guilty about the thing that you've done and you're now hitting sod it and also just seeking more relief from that stress. So it is 
that is probably one of the biggest reasons we see like there's other reasons like hormonal changes and things like that 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 underpin like why stress can impact um indirectly impact what in directly impact no indirectly impact making yes moving on there are a couple of solutions <laughs> Sleep different. there's a couple of solutions <laughs> The first one isn't as important as the second one. The first one's good and it's a, it's a reactive solution and it works incredibly well, like incredibly well. But it's not as important as the second one, which Gemma will go through in a second. So the first one is to have alternative methods of coping with stress. So what we've got to consider is what do you actually truly need when you're stressed? So like when you're in that moment where you're feeling stressed, what is it that you need? Is the answer food? Like is that actually what you need? Now, rationally... If right now you sat listening to this, you're not feeling stressed, you're relaxed, you sat down, you're on a walk, whatever it might be, it's probably going to be easy for you to go, no, it isn't food, of course it isn't food, that's not what I need in that moment. But in the moment when you're feeling stressed, it's very, very difficult to be rational. So often we'll turn to food as an immediate response. And what we've got to now consider is, well, what did you actually need? Did you need more time? Did you need more space? Did you need some fresh air? Did you need to connect with someone else? Just as some examples, because it could be absolutely anything. It's different for everybody. Like for me, sitting down having a cup of coffee de-stresses me like nothing else. Like I love sitting down, quiet room, having a cup of coffee. I love going on a walk, listening to music. Like all these things will de-stress me. And they're really good alternative methods of coping with stress when I'm feeling stressed. However, the problem is they can be very difficult to use if you are stressed frequently. It's like if I'm getting stressed 20 times a day, I'm not going to be able to cope with that stress every single time. Like I can't just go for a walk every single time I'm stressed if I get stressed 20 times a day. I can't just go and take myself off into another room. I can't just go and listen to some music. Like sometimes there isn't a response available. There isn't a way that you can react to that stress. And therefore you are going to turn to food, which is why I said before that solution two is more important. Yeah, I think the thing is with food, it's like, it's nice and easy. Hmm. Like I think often, like when, when we're in those heightened moments of whatever emotion it may be, like it's so easy to like do the food thing because it doesn't require much thinking effort it's instant pick me up the thing is as well you can do it so like i can't go for a walk every time i'm stressed yeah but, but i can have a biscuit every time i'm stressed eat like the 20 biscuits in a pack i can have 20 biscuits yeah like exactly. if i'm stressed 20 times i can't go on 20 walks That's yeah mad. and so <laughs> i really hope that you can hear ezra's little squeaks because we've just had to retrieve him from the Moses basket so he's now like on money um, so baby squeaks feature in today. Um, solution, I'm probably for the false hope, let's be honest. Yeah. We might actually have parental help next time we try and record a podcast. So We've not but, decided whether they're going to help us with the kids or we're just going to get them to just record the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you have some different voices next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this week you are in the baby version. Yes. Um, so solution two, um, find out what is actually causing the stress in the first place because ultimately, like we said before, all you're doing is masking that emotion and I think I spoke recently about one of my clients Nicola who like learned the difference between hunger and stress she used to think that stress was hunger and would eat every time she felt stressed but actually what she recognized was that she wasn't hungry at all she was feeling stressed about work and she was um masking that by eating food but she genuinely didn't realize she was doing that and she fully believed that she was hungry in those moments. So actually being able to recognise that maybe you are eating out of stress or being able to notice when you are if you know that you already do it and then think about what is actually causing that stress in the first place 
and being really specific about it. So as I just mentioned, Nicholas would think was work for her, but but let's just not say work in as a as a, a kind of overarching theme. Um, what is it specifically about work that is making you stressed? When are you stressed at work? How often? What are the steps that lead to this so really really understanding and unpicking that because ultimately unless you do something about that bit the stress is going to keep coming and you've only got kind of a limited capacity of how many times you can muster up the energy to have that argument with yourself about the fact that you don't actually need food and you need something else in the moment like there's nothing wrong with comfort eating in in the sense that like it's okay to do it but we just don't want to be doing it all the time so by figuring out what that deeper root cause is it can mean that there are less moments where you feel like you need the food to deal with the stress because you are feeling less stress and then the benefits of less stress are endless on you both physically and mentally um so not only do you reduce your stress eating but you end up feeling a ton better by actually dealing with the thing that's causing you problems now the common two that we see most with the ladies that we work with that are the things that cause stress um just to give you some examples of how you could navigate this is overwhelm or lack of time and or lack of time um so it's about thinking like a lot of work that we do can be quite surprising um, when people start working with us because they expect to come in and um, maybe be working just exclusively with food and um, movement. But if you've been listening to us for any length of time, you know that we take things pretty holistically um, and we look at all of the things that are impacting our decisions around food and movement, stress being probably one of the, the biggest and most common ones that, that we work with people uh, we work with people to navigate and manage and it is why we have got a whole bank of mental health um resources that um our mental health and well-being specialist amy's created to help people to understand this um but when we're looking at things like overwhelm and lack of time it can be thinking about the strategies that we can put in place to reduce overwhelm and to create some more time so it might be if it's work specific going with that example still it could be that you look for things that you could delegate it could be that you think about um teamwork and doing things together speaking to the right people maybe you need a conversation with someone higher up to manage you think about managing workload it might even be that it's nothing to do with the the actual work it could be that you need to look into yourself and i know this was a big one for me when i was teaching um is the potential um of the mr perfect mr perfectionist mrs perfectionist sitting in the background uh, demanding you to keep doing more and that nothing is ever good enough um, and setting those really huge expectations for yourself that you can't necessarily even always meet so it's really starting to understand what it is that you need to put in place or to learn or to understand more um, to help you reduce that stress whilst also having your stress toolkit to navigate in the moment stuff as well. 100%. Very nicely recapped as well at the end. I like that. Thank you. Absolutely That spoiling. was quite swift for me as well. You did well, yeah. I like it. Thanks. Whilst rocking a baby. Whilst rocking a baby. Not Multitasking. Roxy. Not rocking Roxy. Multitasking. I'm multitasking. Mm, I can say we've gone getting Roxy at one point when she started speaking as well, but she's alright. She's She's a quiet one. Dealing with it. Yeah. She's probably gone and fed herself as well. She's a good one. Probably, yeah. Right, shall I put you on the spot then? Go on then. I have kept it baby themed just okay. for one week. It just won't be after this week. one. Okay. Um, I mean, it is the first one post having babies. That's so what I, I thought. Like I just make it baby themed. That. 
would you rather yeah. never have to change a nappy again? So yeah. I'd, I'd do all of them, every mm-hmm. single nappy. But every time I change it, you get a little bit of poo on your forehead. <laughs> or... Wait, would I have to be in the room with you? Or is that like if I was out somewhere, just a bit of poo would yeah, just, just, just a bit of poo just appear on your forehead. Like, I'm, never, I'm not going to come up to you. It's not like a Simba situation and just <laughs> thumb some poo onto your forehead saying Simba. No, it'll just appear. So you could be <laughs> walking around... Middle of Manchester, coffee in hand, bag over your shoulder, nice and relaxed, chilling out, and a bit of poo, just a bit on your head. And I wouldn't know that I'd have a bit of poo. <laughs> you'd probably feel, you'd probably notice that smell, wouldn't it? You'd notice. <laughs> so that's option one. Okay. I do every nappy change. And put poo on But every head. time I do it, a little bit of poo pills in your forehead. Okay. And like, it's there until you get rid of it, basically. So right. it's not like it's only there whilst I'm changing it, like you have to like rub it off, wash okay. it off, whatever. Or... You never have to do a feed again. I do every single feed for like as long as it, however the feed for 12 months, whatever. But every time I do it, a little bit of vomit appears on your forehead. <laughs> Why not forehead? Well, it's pointless being like the bottom of your shoe, isn't it? Or so you, just, you wouldn't care, like a bit, just a bit on your forehead. <laughs> oh, so would you rather, I do every change, but a little bit of poo on your forehead, or I do every feed, but a little bit of vomit on your forehead? I don't know, because the problem is I really hate vomit, like the smell, oh. But then also, I thought I'd be pretty chill about the poo smell, but some of the poos, oh, blimey. Horrific. They really smell. Like, a couple have made me properly gag. Mm. Um, I had to put my so this, brother in my head for one minute. <laughs> so this is, this is quite a tough decision for me, actually. Oh, well, um, what are the chances that I'll put you on the spot with a difficult question? We're 100 and I like... in just recognising <laughs> that's how this works. <laughs> next week, next time, what's your favourite colour? Red or blue or blue? Oh, great, see you all next week. <laughs> Supposed to be challenging, Jen. Hi, buddy the elf. What's your favourite colour? <laughs> um, sorry, it's Christmas. Coming into Christmas, isn't oh, it? Step into Christmas. Step into Christmas. I think I'm going on the other side because I don't think I want either poo or vomit on my forehead. No way. No. Right, stop the podcast. That is, I was not expecting that. Right, so no I think I'm going to go for a practical thing because feeding takes an awful lot longer than changing nappies. So well, if mm. I was to say that you would do all the feeds, I would get a lot of time back into my day um, to do other things and my only sacrifice would be the vomit on my head. Mm. Um, and also I feel like that, like, get away with that. Like, oh, yeah, like, that's just a bit of something that I spilt on my head. Oh, I'll wipe that off. I miss my mouth by eight inches. <laughs> Whereas I think poo, you like, is that poo on your head? Like, you can't really escape. Like, that. that's, I mean, it looks more like curry sauce than chocolate, so you can't, like. I was just having a curry sauce and chips. I just having some curry sauce I and just. Chip on my I was lay on, lay on my back eating it and <laughs> just dropped a chip on my head. Um, no, I think I'd go for feeding because of the time that it would give me. Interesting choice. Especially after the four-hour lengthy feed. Yeah, that's mental. Um, in the middle of the night last night from half past ten till two, half past two in the morning. Um, so, yeah, I think so I'd do it. that one. I think it's a good choice. Because I could have slept during all that time. It's a good choice. I think I'd choose the same for the time reason, to be honest. I know the question's not for me, but I think I'd probably do similar. Yeah. So is. there we have it. The, there we have it. Jen's got vomit on her head. Vomit on my head. Hopefully that episode has been helpful from a stress, vomit and poo perspective. Um, and we hope that you managed to get through it without too much background noise. I think we did all right. I think we succeeded. We no one fully it. cried, so I think that's positive in itself, to I be honest. I think I nearly did. 
You think? Yeah, I think I also nearly did. Other than that, though, I think we did. Even Let's hope started, that yeah, when point. you listen to this back, it actually makes some sense because we are so sleep deprived today that none of that could possibly make sense. Like if we listen that back. No, it'd be fine. Are you sure? No, I do. <laughs> we'll listen to it back. Just put it out. And I've not listened to any of them back yet, so I wouldn't start now. What is it? Do you think people do that? What? Like listen to their own podcast? Back? No, absolutely not. No one. No one's doing that, right? No, people... Unless you're editing it. I'll put it this way. Which you know that we don't do. Yeah. If you want, I could jam Burt to the beginning. Oh, my goodness. I, yeah, I forgot about that. I really don't want to relive that. Can we not talk about that again? Please? I'm going to play it for you later. No. I'll see about I'll replay. No. Um, yeah, if people are listening back to their own podcast, you've got too much time. I would also agree with that. Anyway, have a good one. And we will see you next week. Be- well, if we're still sane. You know that? We'll be here next week. Don't worry about it. We'll be here. Yeah. Might make even less sense than this week, though. Potentially. <laughs> Maybe it'll make more sense. I think we will. Do you think? I'm confident, yeah. Well, well I think it will be next week if you don't say bye. All right, sorry. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>